Good evening. This is a conversation with Huvi Gailey as part of CODA, the KYHS 2021 Coronavirus Oral History Digital Archive Project. The interviewer is Haley Gately, and the date is May 13th. Huvi, may we please have your permission to share and include your remarks as part of the CODA project? Yes. Thank you. First question. When was the first time you heard about COVID, and when did you really start to see that it was going to be more than just a small virus? It was probably in the first week of March 2020 when people started to circulate ideas about this virus that was coming from China, that nobody really knew what it was going to be about, and the fact that there were going to start to be not necessarily closures, but events that were starting to be canceled. Our shul had a couple of events that were canceled. Shuls in Boca had stuff that was canceled. And then our shul actually ended up having the Purim dinner and um, people were already talking about how they had family that were visiting from New York and how New York was already seeing kind of a, a big change in the way people were walking around and talking about something kind of in the air. Mm -hmm. Okay. And um, what were your predictions pertaining to the severity of COVID and how big it would actually get and were they accurate or not? <laughs> um, I honestly didn't know. It was... I'm not a panicker, and um, I'm also not one that spends a ton of time on the news because it annoys me <laughs> to watch all the different numbers, and I, it was just it was getting me crazy. And my husband likes to watch numbers, so I let him do that part. <laughs> um, when we were all at home, schools were closed, and in those first few weeks where people were hoarding toilet paper and nobody really knew, it kind of felt like we were preparing for a hurricane. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and not in hurricanes don't scare me for the storm itself. It always scares me that we're not going to have power for however long afterwards. So it was more like that feeling of not knowing how long we were going to be in this for, how long we were all going to be, you know, playing board games and not being allowed to go to the grocery store. Mm -hmm. Did I answer the question? Yeah, you're good. Okay. Okay. I understand that you have a large family to take care of. How has juggling that and school been affected by COVID? Did it negatively or positively affect it? Well, in the beginning, the kids were, the younger kids were excited to be on their Zoom classes. It was fun. It was new. They got to be home. The older kids kind of were okay with being on their devices with pajamas on. And it was kind of a, a fun thing in the beginning. After a couple of weeks of it, it turned into a lot of competition for silence and um, I, you know, the older kids were able to take care of their own stuff and, and manage their own schoolwork, but the younger kids needed a lot of attention and I was zipping around from one computer to another computer, from one room to another room, and I still had a baby at home. And my four-year, my, I guess she was, had just turned five or whatever, she was in VPK and that school got completely canceled. So she had no schoolwork to do. So I basically had two little kids at home and the rest I was darting around from computer to computer and that was very, very challenging. Um, I also am in school myself, so I had to do my own virtual schoolwork and um, it was definitely very exhausting in the beginning for sure. I was looking forward to the summer so that I didn't have to worry about at least the classwork. Mm -hmm. That was for sure. And then knowing that the kids were gonna be able to go back into in-person learning, I, was, I jumped on it right away because I didn't think that it was gonna be an issue. Mm -hmm. Okay, and speaking of um, school, um, did you start school before the pandemic? M me? Yeah, like you yes. went to school. I, yes. And how is that different than learning online? Like, did you oh. see a difference, like a major difference, in how you, how you were learning before and after? 
So I opted for online learning myself just being a mother. So most of my learning was online anyways, and I learn well, I'm very self-motivated and I'm very good at the online platform, but mm -hmm. there were classes that we had to do that like clinicals that we were put into hospital settings, long-term care facilities. So those were canceled and they moved to a virtual um, setting. And that was definitely not the same at all. I mean, you, you, we have a program. It was a great program. It's by Kaplan. It's called iHuman and it was great. We had a virtual patient that we had to go through and, we learned all the interviewing techniques and how to do physical assessments, but we weren't touching any patients. And that was definitely to a detriment. And I think all the hospitals that are going to be hiring us when we graduate, they're going to know that we are the COVID generation and mm -hmm. that they're going to have to teach us when we come on board. Mm -hmm. So the online part was the same for me, but the, the clinical practice part was definitely different. Mm -hmm. Okay. And um, did COVID affect your mental health at all? And how so? Um. I think by nature, I'm a very like even keeled person. Um, I don't get overly excited and I don't get overly nervous or anxious, but I probably had to make sure that I had my coping mechanisms in place. I'm a runner. I like to run. If I don't get my run in, I'm definitely not the nicest mother. Mm -hmm. So I made sure to get that in whenever I could. And, um, I realized that it's definitely important to have these coping mechanisms mental health is definitely important and it could it could have there were days there were days definitely that were not easy mm -hmm. for sure and um how about physical health did that change at all did you did you stay um physically active did it decline did it did it um increase it was the same like i said i'm a runner and by nature runners are typically addicted to their sport and they're not really going to let anything get away of that so even when the gyms closed you know we run outside it was one of the sports that you could still do um so we we're running outside and then we actually purchased a treadmill for the garage for the days that all the kids were home and i wouldn't be able to get outside i also have a jogging stroller so like really nothing can stand in the way of my physical fitness health wise um we didn't have much illness and i maybe we can attribute it to masks maybe not maybe we can attribute it to more isolation maybe not but um like we didn't have the annual ear infection or the annual strep mm -hmm. throat like we kind of did we we evaded that mm -hmm. or avoided that um so i think health-wise we were either on par or better okay and did any of your ho holiday plans change of covid or were you already planning to stay home uh no they probably did change let me think so the first year of pesach we we didn't have major plans, but I think we were, we usually like to go away or out of town. So that didn't happen. Um, in terms of having family, it definitely changed for like, uh, not having any grandparents over, um, like Thanksgiving. I'm trying to think how we had it. We, we were nervous about having Thanksgiving. I think we ended up doing it. Yeah. We were going to do it outside. We didn't have that many people, but like, it was definitely less than the 20 people or 25 people. But, um, you know, we tried to have people wear masks in the house or stay socially distanced. My husband was more strict about it. No, I don't think it affected us too much. Um, it was okay. Okay. And do you think that there was any good that came out of COVID? Um, yeah, I mean, like I've heard, I've heard different stories of people saying that it was, you know, they, the families learned how to reconnect and they couldn't go very many places. So they stayed home and they bonded and okay, maybe that's true. I think our family, as much as we fight and argue and are competitive and that kind of thing, we still are pretty close knit and we would care if something happened to one another. So we were, 
it was it was nice to be together in that regard um i don't think anybody minds terribly being home so even when they had to do school from home like it wasn't like the worst thing in the world i think one of my children might have really done better in school the whole time but she 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 has a harder time at home like she just everyone makes her crazy so she needs to go to school and um uh i don't know i'm trying to think what else do you think that zoom was a positive a positive effect like the fact that now we can zoom or do you think that 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 should should end after covid uh, that's a good question. I think for older kids that can manage their own Zooms and are self-motivated, then it's possible that it could be an option for when they're not <clears throat> feeling like totally up to going to school because instead of missing a whole day of work and then losing all that work, and when they're in middle school and high school, you miss a ton of work when mm -hmm. you miss a day. So this way they can at least tune in to some of the classes and not miss all the work if they're just feeling kind of under the weather. Mm -hmm. um, Younger kids, no, I don't think they gain anything out of the Zoom. I mean, maybe they'll hear one or two snippets out of the whole lesson. They literally zone out after a little bit, and mm -hmm. I don't think it's worth the time at all. I think that if they're absent, they should just be absent. Okay. And do you think that COVID affected your um, religiosity? Is that a word? Yeah. Um, not really. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I'm a spiritual person. Um, I feel a connection to God. I don't feel like anything really changed. We weren't able to go to shul for a long time, but I'm not a huge, like, shul lover because I'm a mother and I end up just watching my kids in the hallway, so I don't really get to have that connection with God in that way. So I don't feel like that messed with my religiosity, for lack of a better word. Mm -hmm. um, I miss that when we used to get together on Shabbos with friends in the park and that kind of part of Shabbos. Um, and then now that we're already getting back together with friends, it's much, it's much nicer. Make Shabbos go by better. But other than that, no, I don't think it really affected me. Okay. And how do you think your whole family has changed, if at all, since the first quarantine in March? Um, I don't think it really did. I think, I don't know, maybe it taught us lessons in, um, how to compromise, um, I know two of my daughters that share a room and they have to figure out ways of sharing the desk and sharing the room and the space that that was an issue um rotating around the house even a couple of the younger kids always had to figure out where they were going to do their work and yeah it might have turned into a fight but it also teaches them how to work out the battle so maybe mm -hmm. that's good the fact that they can learn how to get through an argument and compromise it out mm -hmm. and do you think that COVID affected your political opinions at all um, uh, yeah, probably because everybody has an opinion about COVID and whether or not it could have been prevented or, or at least like relatively squashed from the beginning in a better way, um, or not. And, um, I believe that it was handled as well as it could have been handled. Other people don't believe that because they don't believe in the ideology that I believed in before. They don't not believe in it because they really don't believe in it. They don't believe in it because they don't like the person who was in charge at the time. Mm -hmm. So 
um, I think that it, it caused a great divide because that was the main focus of the world for over a year that everybody sort of didn't really talk about anything else. The stories were just how many numbers, how many deaths, how many hospitalized, how many beds, which governor was making this decision and that decision about COVID. It's almost like ad nauseum. Like it was, it was too much talking about it to the point where we don't want to talk about it anymore. I don't want to talk. That's why I didn't watch the news. It was like annoying. You know, just do what you need to do, wear your mask and, and move on. Like why does it have to be a whole conversation? So right. did it affect me politically? Yeah, I probably definitely turned me away from the people that were not of the same mind as me, for sure. Mm-hmm. And do you think um, this country as a whole has been more divided by COVID or is it different issues? Like, what are your opinions on that? Um, COVID definitely played a huge role, but but now there's other things too. So I think, I mean, the world, the, this country has a tendency of jumping from like, like one major thing to another major thing. Like if we're talking about COVID and then suddenly the COVID stories are like petering out and like there's less deaths or less ICU beds being occupied. So then they'll start talking about, you know, George Floyd. And then that becomes a huge overblown thing. And then after that, it's going to be the next topic, which was whatever. I don't even know what. So, or or it'll go back to COVID because there's more deaths or it'll go back to the governor of New York or we jump from big thing to big thing. And that's what usurps every single position and every single news channel. Mm-hmm. Whether that's right or not, or whether that's normal or not, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so definitely COVID played a big role in today's society, not only in America, but in the world. Oh, yeah. Um, I actually skipped a question, so I'm going to go back to it. Okay. Um, how do you think COVID affected your occupational life? So I don't have a job right like I'm not working right now I'm just a mom mm-hmm. um, but I'm a full-time nursing student which I guess I could put as an occupation right did it affect me yeah because I couldn't go on to campus for a while and then finally they started having us go on to campus for a few simulations just like five people at a time we had to wear double masks and a face guard even if we were double vaccinated so that was frustrating um, and didn't really make sense to me at all coming from an institution, although they had to go according to the school board, not necessarily according to a nursing school. It was part of a big school. So um, it affected me in that way. It was like annoying that my education was suffering because of just bureaucratic rules that didn't really make sense at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, did you, um, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, oh, yeah. Um, before COVID, you did do a little bit of personal training. Did, mm-hmm. So that so that definitely stopped after COVID? Oh, yeah. There was um, no training, yeah. Right. So um, I guess you can say that that's one of the changes? That for sure, yeah. Definitely. I know um, some people that moved to an, a virtual platform and they had they put their clients on online or tried to do it like FaceTime or whatever. I know people that did like Zumba classes from their living room. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, that's not. No. That was like, it, no, not for me. Yeah, for sure. With the person. Yeah, I get that. Okay, thank you so much for being part of this interview. Thank you. Um, Okay, that's a wrap. Goodbye. Have a good night. You too.